Welcome to the Abundance Matrix Underground Podcast. Get ready to go behind the scenes with Amanda Flaker and listen in on private conversations she's had with powerful creators who are building the new world, as well as her thoughts on the Abundance Matrix. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Abundance Matrix Underground Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different from what I've been doing. I had something else scheduled and then I just felt strongly to do this instead. So today I am going to be sharing with you a meditation from the Isis Oracle deck by Alanis Fairchild. This is a car this particular deck is so potent. All of her decks are potent, but particularly the energy that she pulls through for Isis. And really, in my mind, this is the thread of the goddess. And I've been so fascinating. I talk in myth a lot. And I've been so fascinated recently by tuning into the goddess, tuning into the the spirit of the feminine, the spirit of the mother, and the, just the, the collective female feminine interpretation or expression of God. There's so much here and it's it's just put me down such a rabbit hole of why has the goddess been taken out of our myths, especially the myth I grew up in, which is Christianity. Even though she's there, she's there. Um, she's in the Bible and she is all around and she's so hidden, it seems. And right now, as humanity is going through these, what I call collective contractions where our fault lines are are getting triggered and all of this stored trapped trauma this historical trauma that has continually been instigated through the stories that we tell over and over and over this is something that I believe we are transmuting on a global level we're really looking at what is the root of our suffering where does it come from and inevitably inevitably we all get to the place on our own timing and in our own way and in our own lifetime but we get to the place where we realize we have a massive influence over what we experience that what we believe we experience and we create and that we have way more choice and way more say and way more power than we've ever realized and of course once we realize that everything starts to shift. All the things that we gave our energy and allegiance to when we were in the belief that there wasn't enough and that we are not enough and that that true code of slavery, as we begin to shift and realize, wow, my freedom or my sovereignty is not something I need to fight for. It's innately mine and it's about enacting it. And when we realize that, it's all within ourselves, that we don't have to fight anything outside of us to make it possible, but that it's actually turning on, turning back on our instincts that come with thriving, not just surviving, but thriving. And particularly the the programming around thriving and what does it really mean to thrive and what is what really is abundance we've been given given such an illusion of abundance an illusion of of thriving through this 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 
holographic world, so to speak, that has been created in front of us that makes us believe we need certain things or want certain things because it's based on an elitist hierarchy system. That it's like if you go through this system, if you want to be enough, if you want to have money, if you want to have worth, if you want to have joy, you do these things, you want these things. This is how advertising works as well. And we all know it and we all participate in it, but we don't, I don't think collectively yet, a lot of individuals have, but collectively in our mainstream conversation, we haven't really gotten to the point where we realize that we can just as easily choose something else. And that when we do choose that, it's not just as simple as snapping our fingers. We detox the literal program which means the literal algorithms in our central nervous system, our chemical composure, the way that our organs communicate with each other, the way we breathe, the way we hold ourselves, all of it shifts when our deep inner programming shifts from there's not enough, we're not enough, we have to create this hierarchy system to determine who's worthy and who's not because not everyone can receive because there's not enough. That's how the hierarchy elitist system is reinforced. And it's driven through that greed to have more and more, and we call it survival, but really it's, it's trauma. So as we, as we alchemicalize that story of there's not enough, I'm not enough, we're not enough, so we have to create a system to determine who's worthy, we start to anchor into this reality of I'm enough, you're enough, we're enough. And if I'm enough, and you're enough, and we are enough, and there's enough, then it's a matter of, okay, how do, how do I, what do I really want? How do I really move forward in this? How do I, what I've learned so deeply is that I didn't even know the extent of my preferences and desires and how connected they are to my own soul's evolution and to the evolution of my relationships and therefore the evolution of humanity as a whole. I had no idea that my preferences, not the preferences that come from what we're told we should want or need or do to be enough. I'm talking about the ones that we usually completely ignore because they don't fit into that box. The preferences that come from moment to moment the delight that comes from being more and more and more alive to the, the exact now. Because the now is where all the power is. The now is where all the enough is. The now is where all the love is. The now is where all the safety is. The now is really de directly connected to our breath. That's why I say it's when we're in fear and we don't believe there's enough or we believe we're about to get hurt or someone's about to take something from us or we're not going to survive, the way we hold our body, the way we breathe, the way that we think of each other and treat each other, the way we um, cloak or de shield is completely different than when we believe there is enough and we are safe. And in this moment... I can breathe the deepest breath I want to take. And I can tune in. I get to actually tune in to what I want to feel. And that, that there's, an, there's an infinite amount of um, things I can witness right now. What, what, what am I urging to witness? And of course, it doesn't mean that 
everything feels amazing all the time and that's not the point. It's just knowing that the more alive we are to how things feel, using that as our messenger and as our body's direct communication with us and then knowing that it's okay for us to feel better and allowing for the expansion to feel better, which might temporarily feel painful because it challenges all of our deeply rooted beliefs that we have in lack and especially our ego's investment in the lack. The way that our ego developed, when we put ourselves through a hierarchy system and we say, okay, there's not enough, you're not enough. So here's the system that if you, if you do it right, if you jump through the right hoops and if you pay your dues or whatever, whatever the system is, if you obey, then you'll receive. That's how we'll determine who can receive and who who's not allowed to receive or who's not worthy of receiving. So as soon as we, as we are invested in that, most of us were completely raised in that. A lot of us had parents that reinforced it over and over. A lot of us benefited from that. But nonetheless, that type of system trains us out of our authentic desires, our authentic urge, our authentic preferences. And this is why there's such a powerful program around all these things for people who are enslaved. Because the, the, the program is, well, you can't have that. You can't want that. You can't be that. You're not allowed. Because in this system, you're the have-not. Or in this system, you're the one who is not enough because of these stories that we tell. So what I'm trying to get at here is that the process of stepping into or dissolving lack out of our reality and really vibrating at abundance and thriving and expansion and, and awareness and solutions and just more fun and creation, creativity, because we're artists, all of us. We create the reality we live in and we create it moment by moment, thought by thought, vibration by, 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 by vibration. We connect. It translates through how everything feels. And for some reason, this is the part that we've, in our hierarchy system, we've put as other Oh, your mental health is over here, but work really hard. And even if you put your mental health last last, or your physical health last, if you attain money, if you attain wealth, if you attain, attain status, then you made it, you're enough. This system has been dissolving for so long because we've, we have seen through it. We are seen through it. It's just that there are very strong personalities, principalities, ego system, energy systems that are literally held together by our unconscious psychic algorithms. It's a psychological process. To dissolve these systems is psychological. And that's why it starts within. We can only access it from within us, not by trying to control all the external variable variables. We, we, when we allow ourselves to take up sovereignty in the only place that we actually have any power, which is in our own vibration, which is in our own will, which is in our own, I call it Trinity tech. When we engage our body, mind, heart, all of ourselves, self, others, and the planet, God, goddess, and the child. There's so many different ways in which these, the, the Trinity plays out in our programming, but it is essential. It is connected to thriving because when we're in duality, 
and the what we're driven by is the idea of right wrong good bad reward punishment because that's how the elitist hierarchy system works and all isms all systems of oppression come from hierarchy and elitism it all comes from elitism which is why it it, it it will never change, no matter how many revolutions externally we have, until the internal composition of our human psychology shifts. And there are so many people doing this work. And I think that w- what I've learned in my path down this, like reprogramming my, my reality into there's enough, I'm enough, we're enough, let's create. We, we actually have all the solutions. I keep saying... Humanity could be on a timeline of of total renaissance and innovation because we have it all there. The part that we're actually having to to integrate is our humanity and what what it means to be human, how emotions fit into the equation and what we create with that, how the fuel works, how our thoughts work. Like we have to know how the pro, how it all works. And there's a there's a sense of fear around Um, really knowing because the reason why really truly at the core level is because as humans continue to know this and and it has already hit critical mass it already is the domino effect is happening it's why we're going to continue to see anomalies even though that that momentum is going we in our conscious in our collective conversation the one that the 3d conversation and, and in terms of the, the um, power structures that own that conversation, it's still completely in 3D and it's still completely in the hierarchy and in the elitism. And it's why it's so hard to see through it because we have been trained to believe that those systems are the, the master and are the boss and do truly have our best interests. And often they do. This is part of duality. It's not really this or that it's this and that and when as humanity starts shifting their psychology remembering who they are remembering where the real power is which is the now which is in our individual power comes from our individual will and our experience in our body and our experience with our thoughts and our how we flow our and release our emotions and all of it like it's a technology we're having to re-engage and so many people are and the more of us that do the more of the more in anomalies that continue to happen and these systems will change we'll always have some sort of system because we we that's part of living in this 3D experience and it's part of creating a container that feels safe to explore what we are but and we get to influence what that is we are influencing what that is and it's an exciting time to be alive because for me, every time I remember, oh yeah, I don't have to fight. Oh yeah, I don't have to go to war. Oh yeah, I don't have to convince anyone. Oh yeah, I don't have to be right. That's it, like those are all the tools that we used when we're dealing when we're just purely in the hierarchy system and we're having to survive, which is figure out who's right, who's wrong, what's right, what's wrong. Do the right thing so you don't get to be in the have not or or if it's not the right thing it's um have power take take from others and hoard so as we move into this new space where it is a deep deep psychological shift 
healing is is at the forefront because we've got to heal from the stories that we've told ourselves um, individually and collectively but it starts individually it's got to be intimate it's got to be personal because all your power is in the most personal aspect of what you are which is your own consciousness and your own body responding to life and how you respond you create a resonance that affects and influences others for good or for ill or anything in between and this is the etiquette this is the the technology that I believe that as humans remember we will shift faster than we even realize that we're capable of because at a core level we all have the same basic needs and desires and the more we realize we're allowed to move towards those that desire is part of the equation of heaven on earth that we're meant to feel alive that we're meant to create that darkness is meant to be here that it's both dark and light that are our teachers that we don't have to choose one and subjugate the other that's a whole different collective paradigm shift so in this video or in this audio this podcast I wanted to share this meditation from Alana Fairchild because I this meditation in particular has been tremendous for me in releasing a lot of the programs of lack. This is called, it's from the card called Power Over the Seven Scorpios. Power Over Seven Scorpios. And the subtitle is Power to Conjure Lower Vibrational Forces. Now, I know this kind of speak can scare people because this is where all of our programming locks us into hierarchy and the real question and and war, so to speak, all the wars that humans have, have put themselves through has to do with authority. Who has authority? Who do you get your authority from? What's the hierarchy? Who's ultimately in charge? So when we remember that we have ultimate authority over our resonance and with that we get to choose what energy we want to flow, what um, intention we want to enact, how we want to be. And that matters. We can choose dark. We can choose light. And all of it will have an effect. And that's how we learn that we're creators. We learn from our mistakes. We learn from the dark just as much as we learn from the light. And there's something about this particular ritual or meditation that to me not only encapsulates that, but lets us, allows us to collectively let go of some of those heavier, denser energies that are oppressive that that come from it's just the the principalities of the belief system that says I'm not enough or there's not enough or I need to be controlled or I need to control others or all of it comes from the stories we've told the experiences we've had and ultimately trauma so without further ado I'm going to share this ritual of power of seven scorpions with you in intention and in the um the spirit of restoration in the spirit of releasing all that no longer serves us releasing the way we've seen things the way we view things the way we hold ourselves and ultimately this is connected to emotional dense energy that holds our source energy back so if this feels like something that you would love to enact or something that would help you, feel free to join along and I would love to hear any experience that you have from 
this particular ritual. All right. And thank you to Alana Fairchild for this. Much love, you guys. Ritual of Power of Seven Scorpions by Alana Fairchild. Lay down and close your eyes. Allow yourself to be in a comfortable setting that's safe, where you can fully relax. In this meditation, we will be using the symbol of the scorpion to represent forces which can be destructive that may be in your energy field. I want you to visualize the base of your spine, your root chakra. Feel the color red, see the color red in this vortex of energy at the base of your spine. The root chakra is connected to safety, appetite, the body, the physical world. Now I want you to visualize a scorpion at the base of your spine in that root chakra area. And I want you to say out loud with me, with love and gratitude, I name you as the demon of fear and I release you in all of your forms and effects, beloved. Thank you for the learning. Now you must leave my being and not return. Breathe in deeply and out through the base of your spine. Let your breath move that energy through. See, sense, feel, or intend that the scorpion there be transformed into a symbol of love and light. It may take an actual form or shape or simply be a golden light. Just allow it to shift into whatever feels transmutive to you. It may just change into a feeling or sensation in your body. Now I want you to move your visualization up to the sacral area of your hips, pelvis, and belly. See an orange vortex of energy, your sacral chakra. This chakra represents where we hold the emotional energy that comes along with giving and receiving, desire, creativity. Perceive a scorpion there With neutrality in your heart, say out loud, with love and gratitude, I name you as the demon of guilt and I release you in all of your forms and effects, beloved.
Thank you for the learning. Now you must leave my being and not return. Breathe in deeply and out through the hips and pelvis. See, sense, feel, or intend that the scorpion be transformed into a symbol of love and light. Remember, this can be a sensation in your body or an actual form or shape or just a golden light. Let that light or that symbol expand through your sacral chakra, helping to transmute and alchemicalize all the stories that are connected to guilt. Thank it. Love it. Release it. Now move your gaze up to the stomach and digestive area. This is where your solar plexus is. The vortex of energy, yellow, bright. It's connected to where we store the emotional energy of our will, of our sense of power. Feel into that area. The solar plexus is often where we carry the energy of shame, which blocks our sense of personal power. This is the area most blocked in my experience, with empaths. Knowing that you have a will, that you can assert your will in this particular area, the belly button. We carry a lot of emotional energy in this area, especially the energy that's connected to you are not enough. That's a powerful program of lack. I believe if we dissolved our collective shame here, starting with us individually, empaths would catapult. Humans, humanity would catapult. This is where we give all permission for other people's will to override ours. So just feel into this area of your solar plexus. See that yellow energy spinning vortex. And I want you to perceive a scorpion there. This scorpion represents that program of shame. Now I want you to say with love and gratitude, I name you as the demon of shame and I release you in all of your forms and effects, beloved. Thank you for the learning. I am free. Now you must leave my being and not return. Now breathe 
deeply into that area. Allow it to be transformed. Allow that scorpion to be transformed into a symbol of love and light. The same energy, transmuted, alchemicalized into something new. This is the power of creators to restore and upgrade and expand and learn and evolve. Just allow that energy to be released in gratitude and in love. And then move your gaze, your psychic gaze, up to your heart, the center of your chest. This is the heart chakra and is usually shown as a green spinning vortex of energy or pink. Breathe deeply into this area. And I want you to visualize a scorpion here. The energy that typically blocks our heart chakra is grief. Where we have lost. Where we have never been touched. Or witnessed. Where we have trauma that has never been seen. Allow your own gaze, your own witness that comes from source itself to be here as you view your heart, as you see that spinning vortex of energy. As you see that scorpion And now I want you to say out loud with me to this scorpion, with love and gratitude, I name you the demon of grief unending, and I release you in all of your forms and effect, beloved. Thank you for the learning. Now you must leave my being and never return. Breathe in deeply, out through the heart, and the center of your chest and your lungs. See, feel, and sense, and intend that that scorpion be transformed, alchemicalized, into a symbol of light and love. Thank it allow the full transmutation. Now move your gaze, your psychic gaze, up to the base of your throat and neck. See a blue spinning vortex of energy. This is your throat chakra. The energy of communication. And what usually blocks our ability to communicate authentically 
is lies. These are most often the lies we tell ourselves or the lies we've believed others from others. The lies we be- we've believed about our worth, about the abundant nature or lack of from the universe. So allow your energy to be tuned in here to the throat chakra. And I want you to see or perceive a scorpion there. Now breathe in deeply to that area and say out loud with me, with love and gratitude, I name you as the demon of lies and I release you in all of your forms and effects, beloved. Thank you for the learning. Now you must leave my being and never return. Breathe in deeply and out through the base of your neck and throat. See, sense, feel, or intend that that scorpion be transformed into a symbol of love and light. Allow the alchemy of the transmutation to take place as you allow room for the source of light to move and transform it. Now visualize your forehead just above the eyebrows and in the center. This is the third eye chakra, indigo in color, a vibrant vortex energy where we see through the 3D, where we can see and perceive with witness the connection between dualities, left, right, good, bad, right, wrong, black, white. The third eye connects both our right and left eye, connects the energy of the whole body, the right side of the body, the left side of the body, the right side of the brain, the left side of the brain, into one being. The perspective of wholeness. So I want you to feel into this third eye energy. Feel that vortex of energy. This is where the the energy of source to see through the lens of wholeness, through the lens of one through the lens of connection. This is where that energy is stored. And what typically blocks our third eye is delusion. Or illusion. All the lies that are connected to the belief of there's not enough the illusion that we create, the world that we create, the delusions that we experience 
when we believe something so contrary to our nature. When we experience something so contrary to what we know. So I want you to perceive this area and with neutralness, see a scorpion there. The scorpion represents the illusion created through lack. And I want you to say out loud with me, with love and gratitude, I name you as the demon of illusion and I release you in all of your forms and effects, beloved. Thank you for the learning. Now you must leave my being and not return. And visualize light transforming that scorpion into a symbol of love, a symbol of the alchemical transmutation, transformation. As you clear your third eye, of the illusion and allow that symbol of wholeness to move that energy in the third eye. This area in particular for empaths and highly sensitive people requires witness an expansion and light in the tiniest little fractures. This is a sensitive area because it's directly connected to our sacral chakra. If you were to turn the body upside down, the third eye would be where your sacral chakra is. And as above, so below. The bottom chakras directly mirror our top chakras. So our ability to see through the illusion, when we allow ourselves to see through it and connect that sacral chakra energy, that creativity, that's how we begin to create the new world. Create from the truth of there is enough. We are infinite. Energy is infinite. It cannot be destroyed. It only changes forms. And we have a direct influence on how that energy moves through our focus, through our witness, and through our urge and our desires. I want you to feel that deep connection between your third eye and your sacral chakra and intend for allowance to come through, allowance of your urge to be translated through your sight. That's how we will see a new world. And the reason I think this particular chakra is so essential to clear and to work with for empaths and highly sensitive people with our sacral chakra is because most of our psychic, our collective psychic energy has been used in psychological warfare, whether we realize it or not. And that is the place to heal if we want to start building the new world, psychics, highly sensitive empaths, you are the first ones to do it. We build it astrally first. We prime it through the energy and the resonance of heaven on earth. 
we prime it through how we reach psychically and feel out into what could be, what is emerging because of a collective urge for restorative healing. Tuning in our psychic energies to the renaissance, to the innovation, to the expansion, to the new world. This is essential. So as you shift the energy here in your third eye and awaken that synergy between your third eye and your sacral chakra, know that this pulse is the energy that creates the new world, our new world. This is the space where you get to feel into what you truly want, meaning what the body, bringing it back to our primal selves, what the body wants to experience. There's a level of restorative energy that the body is capable of being on this planet and activating on this planet, but it is through pleasure. The body needs to relax more deeply, experience more, receive more, more love, more nutrients, more breath, more witness. This is where so much of the work is being done is through this psychic energy. And as you clear this and work with it intentionally, you become a part of sparking anomaly in our collective psychic algorithms. So just take a second and allow yourself to be aware of the immense synergy between all your lower and upper chakras, but especially the third eye and sacral chakra. This is your key to the abundance paradigm, especially as anyone who's psychic or highly sensitive. Now I want you to move your psychic gaze up to the crown of your head, the top of your head, your crown chakra, the vortex energy of life itself and connection to all things. The thing that usually, the energy that usually blocks our crown chakra is attachment. When we get attached to things, especially the things that are deeply connected to the stories that we've told in lack because we get attached to the ego that we create in lack, the personality that we become when we believe in limitation to such an extent. And it can be often, especially if we've worked the hierarchy system and we're quote-unquote winning or we're committed to proving we have worth, it can be very difficult to let go and allow source energy to move all the way through, open up that energy of our crown chakra and connect to the cosmos, connect to This is where all things exist, where all potentials are available to us, where we can be fed from source itself and more light, more expansion, where we can line up literally to a new world. This energy gets blocked through being too attached to our stories, our personalities, our egos, the ones that are connected to the old paradigm. So I want you to gently bring your attention here to the top of your head. It may even help to tap it 
Just tap with your fingertips if that feels good. And awaken your cosmic connection to all of life. Awaken your cosmic curiosity. If we release here, we, when we feel into the potential and the possibilities, so much momentum and expansion comes. So much is available to us. It's only when we think small and think within the boxes that we're given in society. You can only think in these terms, in these words, in these polarities. These are the only things that are, that are possible and choose between this and that. It blocks us. It's fun to learn there. And there's also a time when, when we know in order to continue to expand, we have to move out of it. So as you become aware of this energy at the top of your head, I want you to perceive a scorpion there. And this scorpion represents the energy of illusion. And I want you to say out loud with me, with love and gratitude, I name you as the demon of attachment and I release you in all of your forms and effects beloved thank you for the learning now you must leave my being and not return now breathe deeply into the top the crown of your head and see sense feel or intend that that scorpion of attachment be transformed into a symbol of love and light, an integration. Not this or that, but this and that, and something new because of it. Now just take a second, put your hand on your heart, keep your eyes closed, and just see the energy of Source itself, the life force within you that's animating you from the inside out. Feel it move through your heart, up through your throat chakra, your third eye, your crown chakra, up into the cosmos, back down around the earth up through the center of the planet, back up through your spine, through your sacral chakra, through your solar plexus, through your heart chakra, and back up. This amazing toroidal, cyclical, expansive solar energy capable of fully sustaining you, of urging you primally into a resonance of deeper magnetic intimacy with the planet, turning back on those ancient instincts that are connected to thriving 
that are connected to a higher sense of being or more expanded. That's connected to the integration of duality. This and that. White and black. Right and wrong. Good and bad. And everything in between. All the colors in between feel into this potential. Let that light move through your body. Let your preferences, your urge, emerge. Let your instincts speak to you and your intuition. Let your primal self be turned back on. Your primal connection to energy and life, the planet, source. And I want you to just see this light, this sphere of light around you getting stronger and more potent and more expansive. All the colors of the chakras lit up. All the colors of the rainbow inside of you, including colors you have not yet discovered. And just make room for this immense, immense gift of life. I'm so grateful for you and all the contrast you bring into my world and all of the witness. I see you. I feel your immense talent, capacity, beauty, potential, strength conviction, holiness, wholeness. I give permission in my life for you. I give permission in my life for me. And I bless all of it in the name of the christening, in the name of the awakening, in the name of the restoration, in the name of the reconciliation of humanity with source itself, with our power, with our creativity, with our will to thrive. May you be blessed. May you have a great day. Namaste.